This is MMA Love, Love from America, the last hardcore MMA fans podcast on this godforsaken planet. No journalistic bullshit. The love fest for MMA on this show will be unreal. As usual, I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fan in Central Europe. And with me is your preferred Luke. He is your transatlantic friend. His new spirit animal is Valentina Shevchenko. And this is the unprecedented love episode. Will this episode unlock maximum Shui potential? I do think so. Luke, why the fuck are we doing this today? We are doing this today for the Central European MMA scene that has kept you awake until 10 o'clock at night to record a podcast on a Sunday. Let me just say, divorce is near for me. Pal, (laughs) it is not far away over here either. Let me start with a question. I may be be 3,000 miles away, but everyone I have talked to today has been like, "Uh, I couldn't watch this, I couldn't watch that. My wife told me I was watching too much MMA. My partner was like, what are you doing with yourself? (laughs) Look, let me me start with MMA. It's the MMA too much love episode. (laughs) Damn, look. Let me start with a question. Is this one of the best weeks fight-wise in MMA like ever? Yeah, it's <laughs> it it's one of the best weeks in MMA love if in in MMA love fight wise ever, but not in like complete in not in like com- the complete package ever. No, that's you know right. what I mean. Like yeah. like I had the I had the lowest lows, and like seriously questioned what the fuck I was doing with myself at certain points. But I also had the highest highs watching the stuff that I watched this week. For the new people listening to this show, um, as always, we try to have three segments. If I manage to reel Luke in, then we have three segments. <laughs> I don't have to control myself. I just do what I want to. We do uh, fight e- and event recaps. Um, this time we have National Fighting Championship series mm-hmm. and National Fighting Championships 4 with some local standouts, Maurice Abebe and Benjamin Brander. That's some local fighters from over here. Um, we watched that together like, yeah, probably an hour ago. <laughs> Ten minutes ago. Uh, we'll, we'll go into UFC Fight Night Dillashaw versus Sandhagen, of course. Um, you have to suffer through the Ultimate Fighter Season 29 Episode 8 recap with me. Then, of course, we have Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships 19, uh, Patron Sand versus Rachel, Rachel Ostovich. Also some Britain Hart shenanigans. Bare Knuckle FC 19, suffer through this with us. And we have a Paul Brothers update. I have a new segment. I I hope we'll get through it. Some dojo stuff for for some people who actually are in the dojo. And the rest of the topics, which just Luke them. So, man, this is a lot of MMA love, this episode. So... (laughs) Let's best. If you, <laughs> if you have comments after this episode, please direct them to Matt on MMA Love's Instagram or MMALove.com, MMA-Love.com, because I don't think I can take the criticism. I'm in, I'm in such a place already. But <laughs> I can take. If it. you want to give us, if you want to give us, give us props, then that's fine. Send them to me. I'll, I'll pass them along. I promise. Best props is you just sent me money. Yeah, yeah. Just send Matt money. <laughs> Uh, if you subscribe and leave nice reviews for us, that helps too. Thanks for all the people listening and, and for all the, the nice feedback I'm already getting. So we'll continue as long as we our brains and our marriages are, <laughs> <laughs> hold up. 
let's go uh, let's go into this um well, let's start with nfc series and nfc4 um, okay. it's actually one of the the bigger promotions in in germany for sure and also in europe and they are doing the, this week they actually did events every day <laughs> they did a triple header they did yeah. a amateur on i guess an amateur on friday the series four on saturday and the foot number four on sunday i guess yeah and uh i saw the i saw the event lineup and i immediately looked at the price of rooms at the hotel they were at in bonn germany and it was cheap and i was like oh man i want to go i want to go i want to go it looked like a hell of a lot of fun man yeah they they had a ramp for walkouts they had some loud music people going wild a lot of homering for the german fighters it was great yeah and a very nice setup props to the maritime hotel please invite me totally yeah luke and i can do luke and i can do english commentary for you no issues at all i'd be happy to i don't know if i'd be any good at it but But i'll give it a shot Let's say let's say the the level of, of MMA you saw on this event was very high and very entertaining. Um, the, the reason actually I watched and it was the the card on Saturday. It's like, like I said, the local standout Maurice Abebe. He was in a fight against Jabrail Jabrailov, um, the pro debut of Jabrailov out of France. Um, Abebe from three three sixty martial arts in Zurich is two and zero in the competition and leads this. Let's say PFL like season, whatever points yeah, I was, gathering I was thing. Super confused what it was. How do they earn points in this? I have what no, I have no here? clue whatsoever. What I can okay, tell perfect. you, Good. what I can tell you, <laughs> um, more happened in the first round of this fight than happens in most <laughs> events in a whole night. <laughs> and if you love yourself some wars if you if you're questioning or even if you, like, like, let's say like that if you're questioning your love for mma just watch a guy like abv and jabrail going at each other i mean yeah they got after it i mean this fight was so incredible it actually made my list of of fight of the year or performance of the year contenders because i mean you see some some sloppiness out of both of these guys. Actually, Jabrail is, is a very good grappler, as the name <laughs> now suggests. And Abibi is just a fucking madman. I mean, he loaded up, like, for, for instance, um, I have to credit his elbow game. I think elbows are underused in MMA, and Abibi had some very fast and very precise elbows all the time. Like, he he, he went in, he moved into Jabrail. Um, tried to jab cross him, but he he managed to sneak some fucking yeah, incredible yep, elbows exactly. in there. Exactly. Yep. Sneaky, sneaky, and 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 varying, just like you said. So there was one he one he was he was sort of coming through the clinch and just oh I'm just gonna spinning back elbow right in the clinch right there. And the other one he's stepping in he's uh, stepping in front stepping in elbow instead of throwing w- throwing with his hands. Just real sneaky stuff, real varying stuff. I mean, he had a nice takedown defense also by by Abebe. He got slammed in the first control with a nice choke attempt by Jabrailov. But but Abebe was was doing something which we both uh, immediately spotted out. He he never stopped wiggling around. Mm-hmm. He threw wild uppercuts like he loaded up uppercuts from <laughs> I mean from the bottom, from <laughs> from the cage floor. 
He's, he's, yeah, his, his hand was way down, way down by his nuts, way down by his hip, way down here. Then he's throwing <laughs> it all the way up. It was great. It was hilarious. It's also like, like you said, like, like there's a certain, there's a certain part of that part of the scrambling that reminded me a lot of Gregor Gillespie's performance and how the movement never stops. Like he's never in a, like maybe, maybe there is a part of his body that is being controlled, but the movement is never stopping. He's never trying. He's never, he's never stopping to give his opponent a chance to think about what the next part his opponent wants to control is. I think that's a, that's a big part of that, uh, of that game on the ground that, that I saw out of him. It was un I would say unprecedented because that (laughs) word was used later in the show. It was unprecedented to see a guy with two professional fights against a guy making his professional debut, and they looked that cool doing it. Yeah, it was. I've never it was seen so that much at fun. Level before, it's wild. It, look, Abebe is a madman in the best way possible. Uh, he also had a nice plum clinch with some knees. Um, he brought Jabrailov down and some top control. Uh, he almost, um, he almost got choked, but Abebe was defending nicely. Uh, after the first round, I think. Jabrailov almost was unable to continue, still wobbly on his legs, shooting for a takedown. But, I mean, you saw it all. Mid-kicks, uppercuts, just wild swings, takedowns, top mounts, side control. I mean, it had it all. It's like like one of the best fights you could watch this week, of course. I wonder, I do wonder, like, of course, like, the opponent, it it takes two to tango, of course. But, like, you very, very rarely see that kind of stuff. He, even here in the USA on mid-level shows like LFA or CFFC, it's usually like a guy just scoring win after win after win, like that T-Rex guy from Eastern Washington that's been knocking people out until he got the UFC call to knock people out. I it's I really am interested in like what do these guys look like in their next fight? Yeah. This is one of the fights where it's where I I just care about what they look like next. So I hope NFC keeps them and gives them another fight maybe November. Yeah, the, I mean kind of o- timeline. Abebe will stay on this thing because he now he's now the leader. He are he by the way he rear naked choked finished Jabril after after he just spun like a ninja turtle on 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 that guy and <laughs> never finished. Also give credit to Jabril. That that dude was a hard guy, hard out for a first pro fight. I mean, yes, it is. Yes, it is yes. one of these fights that makes you that if you're not remembering um, why you're a fan, this this one does. And I, I highly recommend watch some grassroots MMA from time to time, even if you don't know the names, even if it's in another on another continent. You'll see like gems like this fight, and and it will make you happy. Oh, okay, so the. The National Fighting Championship 5 and Series finale will be, uh, it looks like, December 11th. Yeah. So we've got some time some for these time guys to heal, in between. go up and come back. It so has... that'll be great. I'll be, we will be watching that one. Also, it bears mentioning, this is a $5, this is a $5 a month subscription on YouTube to this promotion. Yeah, and exactly. And it is worth every penny. You can cancel it any time you see... You can see all yeah, the, the go German watch these fights, and then just cancel it again, and then pick it back up in December if you want to. Yeah, you can all, watch They're... all the German uh, fight cards like almost almost for for free for the five dollars. It had also the, the fight before um, Maurice Abbevi, um and the fight afterwards Karataev versus Frank. Um, Karataev is a huge prospect, um, so watch watch these fights for sure on that on that thing. 
But then <laughs> we, we, we have to continue a bit because we're, we're all the deep into the podcast. But um, NFC 4 yes. is happening today. We just today. watched it. Yeah, we just watched it. Someone may have, uh, may have drastically improved my view of SBG Ireland. Yeah, me too. I, I was... Her name is Danny Nealon. We have been watching the card. It is a good card. Um, we actually wanted to see it because of Katarina Dalista versus versus Nealon and um, Benjamin Brando versus Abbas, I think. And we managed to go to the Dalista fight. Holy fucking shit, man. I... I, I I'm, you know that I'm not a native English speaker and I struggle to find words sometime, but I mean, this fight is one of the best fights I've seen this year. There are, there are, there is no hyperbole there. No. This is a, and this is a fight with Katharina Delista De with six professional fights and Danny Nealon with three professional fights. And again, it is one of the best fights that I have watched this year. Mm -hmm. Katharina Delista gets dropped in the first round probably a flash KO and gets and gets her wits back about her before the fight gets stopped comes out in the second round and drops Danny Nealon gets herself gets herself taken down later in the round that's probably only a 10-9 and then they fight on through the third round Danny Nealon gets the decision I believe 29-28 across all three scorecards but I may have that wrong fantastic fight with, yeah, the, the with, way with momentum changes, with technical striking, with takedowns, just fantastic fight. Yeah, the way this this fight played out, the the tactical prowess of Nealon, um controlling where the lista had to move, um, hitting her with technically perfectly executed strikes, which generated the power to to knock the lista down. I mean, that is that is a beauty to see, and the lista. Um, Credit to her. I mean, coming back from a first round like this, and and just just reversing <laughs> the stuff that happened in the first round and and dropping Nealon. I mean, that is such an incredible fight. I'd, I'd say I'd say I'm, I'm not quite sure where I rank this one. Um, I do watch a lot of, of of fights, of course. I'd say this fight was better than most of the women's MMA fights we've ever seen on a UFC card. Uh, it was a great fight. I, I I don't have a memory. Things kind of fall out of my brain after about just, a week. Just let it say like this. Have to do this it doesn't week, matter if it's true or not. At the, in this moment, it is true for me. It was true for this weekend. I watched <laughs> the UFC this weekend. This was the best women's MMA fight. of. This was one of the best MMA fights of the yeah. weekend. Josh. Yeah, just, just women's MMA Yeah, fight. we don't have to... And it had some, and it had some competition, mm -hmm. but it was up there. Uh, I, 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 I hope... I hope that major promotions are listening and watching these cards in Europe because these people need to be faced with tougher and tougher competition. Um, I, I would love to see both of these women in Invicta. And it had the fight just not only was a good performance, it was entertaining. It had all, it had back and forth. It had momentum shifts, everything you wish an MMA fight has it, it delivered so yeah you can be sure that we'll we'll try our best to make people aware of that fight like matchmakers and stuff like this because it has to be known i of think course. i think um 
yeah, if you're if you're not paying attention to the least and Nealon, you're you're definitely missing out. Look yep, for another five, hobby man. Five bucks and you can watch those <laughs> two fights and it's t- completely and totally worth it. Yeah, because look, it's, if it's you great. I love me some MMA gifts. Most of us love ourselves some MMA gifts. The whole a baby fight should be a gif. Just 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 have <laughs> just have just make it one gif. And from the walkout to the roll into the cage to, yeah, <laughs> to I mean, the fight itself. <laughs> and and the same could be said for the Delista versus Nealon fight. I mean you could you could just make you just make it a gif and, and have it have it what is it? NFT'd? <laughs> yeah, NFT that thing. Yeah. Sell it. Sell it on auction. I'll buy it. Back back it by the blockchain. For sure. Yeah, so that is that is the two events. Um friend of the show, Benjamin Brando, unfortunately lost a Grinder. Yeah, let's, yeah let, let's say it, a, a very very grindy fight. I think it was it was a close one. It was very control heavy. Um, mm-hmm. I do love the the nice takedown setups that Brando did. Um, he's actually quite good at changing um, directions while he is, is is shooting for a takedowns. Nice reactions, very nice low entries into double legs and single legs, chaining stuff together. Um, Abbas was was able to control Brando a lot of time on the cage. I'm not sure if it if it was because he's he looked heavier, also a bit stronger maybe. I'll I'll definitely ask Benjamin Brando to to talk about the experience on that fight. Um, maybe not maybe not the barn burner you'd expect, but it was very high level controlling. So some good shots in there, some good some good striking. Maybe Brando could have gone for more kicks. Because I, I thought that worked quite well. What is what is your impression? Yeah, I was, that was my impression too. I was a little surprised not to see more low kicks, especially. I feel like he used low kicks to great effect against Mert, but every fight's different, of course. Every opponent's different. Yeah, sure. So I, I'm interested to hear what he has to say as well. Hopefully you can translate it from the Swiss German to the I'll, English for me. I'll try point. my best. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so National Fighting Championships, uh, you can watch it on fighting.de. Um, on YouTube, just pay the fucking five bucks and and watch some of the best MMA you God, entertainment wise. This MMA, yeah. keep these people fighting. Keep these people fighting. Um, I I have to give credit where credit is due. I I introduced the show with the maximum shui potential. I'll trademark that thing for for our friend from Hilo, Hawaii, J Bones. And you, I'd say if he if he ever manages to watch this, Maurice Abebe versus Jabrail Jabrailov had maximum shui potential. Yes. Absolutely. It just means fucking shooey something after you watch that fight because it will pump you up yes. so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's move on. Which which event you want to do to go next? I think I have to uh, take us down a notch and talk a little BKFC first. <laughs> yeah, BKFC 19, Rachel Ostovich versus, versus Paige Van Zandt happened. It, it, yeah, it happened. We had things that <laughs> happened. Uh, I tuned in. I did. I feel like I tuned in a little late, and I tuned in. To, and the first thing I heard when I tuned in is a fighter, uh, a bare knuckler, arguing with his coach, uh, with some with some degree of urgency about why his coach was wrong between rounds in the corner. And the coach looks at him and says, "Listen, I'm your coach, motherfucker." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Did they make Just the best? <laughs> did bare knuckle make a mistake? In yes, 
in giving us this this blue face guy, I think. Yes, they op- they made a mistake in allowing the social media. They had a social media uh, beef section. It was sort of an intermission of three boxing bouts, and I think there were a number of mistakes made there too. It was bad enough for me to have to like break out break out a contact form and write an email to them and tell them to just never do it again. They had uh, they had people on commentary that just wanted they that just knew nothing and wanted to know even less, and they had uh, the the social media stars fighting in boxing gloves, and I was just like, this isn't if you're in the, if you're called bare knuckle, I get that you want whoever follows these kids on YouTube to watch your to watch your show, but you shouldn't allow them to wear gloves. You should force them to fuck up each other's faces because this is bare knuckle, and that's what we're here for. I so think. I think yeah, After the thing in the post-fight uh, presser, I think they said they would not be doing it that way again. I yeah. think they probably got some heat on Twitter or something about it. Um, yeah, you don't have you know, to. I, you don't have to jump in. on on every on every hype train there is out there. And I think if you're BKFC, well, you're 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 a freak show enough. You don't have to provide yeah, us with this if again. You you are if you're BKFC you are a hype train in and of yourself and they sh- and they're jumping on your hype train yeah, not the is... other way around so make them make them go make, make them knuckle up make them toe the line baby unfortunately not that's not the way that's to go that's what i'm here for um tell us tell us about the two fights that matter to you i i love me some britain heart I love watching some Britain Hart just just demolish people, um, and uh, I honestly thought she already held the belt, and apparently she doesn't. So I think she was the co-main event to the Paige and Ostevich show. I mean, it, it makes sense uh, from even, a, it, it makes sense from a selling point, from a marketing point, from a view. marketing perspective, from a social media following perspective perspective for sure but from a from a bare knuckling perspective not at all no. like i want her at the top of the card and if you want to have page and ostovich co-main that of course always have page co-maining that look anyway i mean it I mean, was great britain hart i think she's she's born to do bare knuckle boxing <laughs> and Absolutely she's she's do. very good at it and she also has the show portion down we we learned that at bkfc 10 where she beat van zandt and we learned it. no knuckle mania sorry yes. yeah sorry knuckle mania I, I don't know why i go to 10 all the time but knuckle mania um and i think you could you, you sh- she should headline but of course um van zandt is still the seller you have ostovich for the thirsty people as well so i mean it makes sense from yes. a marketing standpoint yes and also uh to that Page might be for the thirsty people, and Ostovich might be for the thirsty people. But Ostovich came out and got that and got that win, dude. Even though Ostovich is a grappler, right? Look, look, is the, that right? The, yeah, it's right. The boxing, and I and I have to restate it again. It's actually quite good. Even also, Van Sant and Ostovich quite surprised me. I mean, look, it's it's a lot of plum clinch and just dirty box and uppercut while you hold the other the other person. But mm-hmm. the boxing, the movement, it is not bad. I I, I don't no. think I don't think I have seen a bad bare knuckle fight. I mean, Britain Hart is very good at it, and 
Zoe's so Ostovich. I think she focused a lot on boxing on a training camp, and, and she has she seems to have a knack for it. Th- th- that was not a that was not a bad fight actually. No, it it wasn't, and it it's it 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 pushes me more towards put heart in main events defending a belt against these people who turn out to be actually good at bare knuckle because you're because you're going to get the you're going to get the style and the skill of the of of such that it is for bare knuckle and you're going to get the thirsty people tuning in for the main event so just just make those fights and yeah. pay the people right now i want to give i want to give one uh honorable mention to what appears to be a jacked ryan gosling lookalike uh, opening up the main card, it was it was it was very it was very strange to see this dude. He seriously looks like a like a jacked up Ryan Gosling uh, taking out his opponent. There were a lot of finishes on this card, and that was one of them. So shout out to that dude. Still, would you still give out a recommendation to subscribe to BKFC? Oh yeah, yeah. They're doing stuff. They're learning from stuff like this. I absolutely would. They even uh, on the BKFC TV website that I was watching on when they were doing the fighter introductions and the walkouts, they had a they had a bubble pop up that you could click on to read more about the fighter. Now, yeah. to be fair, there was not more to read. It was like one sentence. This guy <laughs> likes boxing, or this guy's from North Carolina, or whatever. But it that was still more. like a new thing. <laughs> Well, it's a new thing that they were trying out. You know, they're trying out. They're trying to do. They're also like making action figures that are also NFTs or some stupid shit. You know, they're trying all these things. I don't know what they're gonna do and what sticks or if they're gonna be in business next month. But while they're still in business, you enjoy should absolutely it. subscribe yeah. and enjoy it while you can. Support all the events that do something different than the UFC does. I know we're Please. we're getting the moniker that we're the UFC love show, and of course it's still the most relevant MMA you can watch on the planet, but man, is it corporate, and man, is it boring sometime, and it is it is such a sterile product. If, if you're watching like UFC events, as long as I have, and, and mostly as long as Luke has, You'll get you'll get the blues for this, and and if you see even even stuff like BKFC fight circus and and also some some other events which have lasers and smoke and stuff like this, good walkouts like KSW, uh, do support it. It it yeah it yeah, keeps BKF, the sport alive. BKFC BKFC is kind of your like Florida version of Full Metal Dojo. You know what? It's your it's your it's your fight circus of the USA, and it 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 really makes sense that. They partnered with Full Metal Dojo and did a couple bare knuckle events on a ho- roof on a rooftop of a hotel in 105 degree weather, because that 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 just it's just like kissing cousins, man. Um, Page Van Sand, just to just to n- not just banter. I mean, Page Van Sand lost the bout against Ostovich, stormed he got out, rolled. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looks so surprised. Like yeah, good acting, Page. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean. Does she does she get another fight there? Of course. Does it matter if she wins or loses? No, it doesn't. No, she nope. did a good. She had a good nope. performance. I can't hate on her for for the performance. I'm not even sure what I would advise her to change. It just was very surprising how how good Ostovich performed. So I'm very 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 excited to see what Ostovich does next. And I wouldn't have said that in a million years in MMA. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> Thank you, BKFC. <laughs> Let's move Thank down. Thank you for making us care about Paige and Ostovich. <laughs> Let's move down the 
the ladder one step further. <laughs> I'll give you, <laughs> I'll give you the the ultimate fighter twenty nine episode eight rundown. All right, all Luke, right, Lucas, I have to watch this now. So, I know the episode was titled "Fight or Flight." Why? Oh, okay, yes, <laughs> because in the lead up, the big reveal was the dude flight. The dude flew. He walked out the door. Did he really quit or did he quit? He quit, it's, right? It's so exciting. I'm, let me let me tell you the story. Okay. <laughs> Standing is now four wins for Ortega, three for Team Volkanovski. Uh, Dana predicted that it's um, it, maybe um, turnaround time or something like that. So you can be sure that it's four and four after this um, <laughs> episode. So that is true. Um, they, they scheduled the Gilbert Urbina versus Miles Hansinger. Last midway prelim fight. Um, every that is actually a quite funny fact. Every Urbina ever was on the Ultimate Fighter is in the UFC. There is Elias, there is Hector. Now it's Gilbert. So that that whole family is is UFC bound. Um, as as teased in the last episode, Hansinger hurt his knee throwing some sort of a switch kick in sparring. It's actually it was quite strange. So he probably heard it before. Uh, might have hit the elbow with the knee. So he went to a doctor. Not sure what it takes to be a doctor in America. I'm bl- blaming America <laughs> for this one. Money. That dude That dude just told the guy that he had a grade 2 strain on his ligament. But uh-huh. the doc said he's unsure. Um, if he had a grade 1, he'd advise him to go. If he had a grade 3, he'd say, don't do it. But he's now in the middle. So the doc left it up to his patient to decide by himself if he wants to fight or not. So let me ask you, why would any sane doctor advise this fuck not to immediately stop? It's, it's, it's beyond me. It's, it's not good. So this is, is this the UFC's handpicked guy or is yeah, this but, uh, I mean, some just... What, what course, kind of fucking doctor are you? I mean, look, and then Hans Singer in the end shows that he's more intelligent than the doctor and he pulls out. And they, uh, Really, right. congratulations, Mr. Hans Singer. Good on you. Is, is, does Dana have a cameo where he's just like fucking pissed? Yeah, <laughs> Dana. Dana, of course, was pissed for a guy quitting, as he calls it. But man, what the fuck are you? Are we even doing here? You fight another day. You have a grade two strain on a ligament. If that ligament is gone, you'll you'll feel it for the rest of your life. So oh, that is fantastic stuff. So they switched. I expect nothing less. <laughs> they switched a new guy in. Um. Yeah, Dana was while they were um. Introducing this guy, uh, Volkanovsky was pissed that he had to wait in order to get introduced to that guy. Dana was actually lying about Hansinger. Just said that he he wa- he didn't want to continue. The doctor said he could, so it's very juicy there. Wow! <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. My- th- Dana's never thrown a fighter under a bus before. God, and he just it was just straight up lying about about the decision and of the doc that the doctor told him he could do it, but whatever. Um, that the, they had Michael the gentleman Gilmore. Um, somehow that the story of that guy appealed to Dana. Basically, it it boils down to that Gilmore was not selected for the Ultimate Fighter, but decided to stay in Vegas, leave his family wherever that family is, and try to wait because he pokered on that some some guy would fall out. So he He's, played out. You just go go train at Extreme Couture and drive food around for Uber Eats or something. <laughs> I mean, look, um, Hannah Grace. He was working with Gilmore then, um, and if you can take Hannah talking all the time without taking a breath like he does. Then, then you're a good a good student. 
just <laughs> congratulations if you if you're if you're able to 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 go through a hand coaching without um without dying then you're then you're a tough guy we had Amazing. The, sorry i have to speed it up a bit the tough flashback was just some season 11 team Lydell versus team ortiz court mcgee actually i mean nice. that dude was overdosing on heroin and every drug out there there is drug escapade stories but he, he actually came back and, and won the season he's still active so he is <laughs> look um the fight was not that good or urbina immediately jumped on the back of gilmore like a ninja mauls him for two minutes Full body locks from the back, um, defensively. Actually, quite good work from Gilmore, but he gets taped by a rear naked choke. <laughs> a funny thing was that the coach of Gilmore, I don't know who it was, he advised him to elbow the shin of mm. of Urbina. And, but, but While he was being choked? Yeah, he exposed himself to the rear naked choke <laughs> because he, he <laughs> followed that, that adv advice to elbow the shin. I mean... That is not nice. Mm. It's not a nice. It's, it's not, not nice to advise your your, your student for that. Mm. Questionable. Four, questionable. Four and four. Dana's prophecy came true. Awesome. Semi-final selection. We have some matchups. Doesn't matter. All right. no, um, doesn't matter. They, I have no Dana quote, so that is the ultimate fighter. Next time, it's semifinals. All right. I might watch. Should I watch? I mean, we'll I, see. You, you I can might watch, watch Karate Combat. I'll watch Karate Combat instead. Might be the better. Might be the better choice. I watch we'll it see. for you. I'll suffer for you like Jesus did, and I'll I'll tell you about it. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks a lot. Uh then we had UFC Fight Night: Dillashaw versus Sand Hagen. Finally. Finally. Tell me, what did you love about this event? Um. I loved Julio Arce's shorts. They looked really good. Yellow, <laughs> black with the red name on it. Great contrast. I loved it. We lost. Uh, we lost. We lost Luke to the corporate fox now. Yep. Yep. I have. I have. I have <laughs> sold been out and paid for. Sold out by. Sold out to Venom. Uh, I loved. I loved. Actually, I loved a surprising amount of things on this card. That was yes. kind of my joke thing that I loved. But I also did love the Julio Arce fight as well. It was a good fight. I had a good stoppage in there. Um, can I start with the first fight on the card? Please. And You can do whatever you want. Hannah Goldie has a live, laugh, love tattoo. Yeah, that's difficult, man. I... Uh, it depends. It dep it, I, I, I would be interested in hearing the story of a live, laugh, laugh tattoo. If it is ironically made, then it might be very good. I, If she had anything less than like 12 ounces of Jack Daniels whiskey in her when she got that tattoo, I'm not <laughs> sure I can accept Look, story. The, the, Listen, yeah. I shouldn't judge. I don't have any tattoos. I'm kind of lame. So maybe I should just let her be who she is and let her have her live, laugh, love tattoo. But I will say this about that fight. Belbita is a violent fucking person. And I enjoyed watching Belbita in that fight. Yeah, she um, has she has nice and varied striking, but she, she should yeah. definitely work on she head position. Calm, calm the fuck down. Look, the head positioning is the, is the first mistake she does, I think, because her head is always in the pocket. She, she leans so far forward and is in front with her head. Um, 
that that is that like is very dangerous. Flying, she's like flying into her. Strength. Yeah, she she shouldn't not just run in because she almost had Goldie gone for several several times, but she just get, got taken down because she was just rushing in, no distance striking whatsoever, just just moving forward, which, which is a good. It was nice banging. I love mm-hmm. I love yep. the banging. Yeah, we had a couple bangers on this card. That so, was that was one of that was one of the bangers. Um, then we just had in the next fight. We just had we just had Elise Reed getting banged by Sarge. God damn it, uh, dude! I have questions for Elise Reed's agent person because mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the person. Elise Reed fights at one fifteen, and Sarge fights at one thirty five, and they met at one twenty five, and you kind of knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we didn't break. We don't do like breakdowns the week before because we don't have time. But this is one of the ones where like I pick against Sarge every time. And I was gonna pick her this time, uh, and it kind of went that way. Yeah, she... she got got the mountain, got dropped the elbows, and and dropped the ground and pound, and that was it. She uh, she had she had effortless takedown, and then she moved through every top ground control position ever. Like she she had knee on belly, she had mount to side mount, she had a crucifix. <laughs> I mean, she she moved through mm-hmm. it all like like you do in a, in a drill in in Brazilian jiu jitsu or something like that. So yeah, Elise Reed had nothing for for Sarge. And I was a complete I hope part of the. I hope part of the deal is if you get mauled this fight, don't worry, we'll give you two more before we cut you or something. I really like hope that. so because she, I mean, she didn't look bad, bad, but that was just that was just the mauling. So no, she fights at one. She needs to be at one fifteen. Yeah, that's it, move her to a right to the right class. Yeah, welcome. She she was like four and zero. Oh. Welcome, have her welcome, uh, have her welcome someone from NFC to the UFC or yeah, something like perfect. that. Perfect. You know, it's four and zero. I don't know if she's really ready anyway. So yeah, very fun. Uh, I do hope to see her again though. Yeah, very so, fun prelim card. Um, we had Mickey Gall coming back against yeah. Jordan Williams. Look, I know the the hate Mickey Gall gets, and um. <laughs> I mean, he's. It's not his fault mostly because he was overhyped from Dana, and that can be your death kiss. And you never can yes. do anything right. Uh, he of submitted course. Jordan Williams in the in the first, and I did like the performance. It did look good. Yeah, uh, Jordan Williams is the dude. I believe he has. He said he has diabetes, so he shouldn't cut weight or couldn't cut weight. But then he got a dietitian and can cut weight or something like that. He looked. To me, he looked a little small. I think we discussed earlier that he didn't, but you know, either I way, mean, I, I didn't see. I didn't see the small. I just saw that that Mickey Gall actually was was doing a good know. job of fighting. So Gall did a good job. Williams shot for a takedown. Whoops, got caught. So then I got I got, I got my mind boggled again by Ian Heinish's style of fight <laughs> fighting. He fought Nasruddin Imamov. I mean, Heinish was Heinish's game plan, and what he actually did, it was it. I I, I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. Imamov. I I'm wondering if Imamov didn't just perplex him a little bit with the, a little bit of showboating, a little bit of dynamic kicking, you know, a little bit of mixing things around and not really giving him a thing he could adjust to at any moment. Yeah, Heinish was just like moving that. in. He just wanted to impose his will and just control Imamov against the, the cage. He was cheating sometime because he want, he always <laughs> just moved him to the cage and then grabbed the, the fence in order to hold Imamov there. So, I mean, I'm not sure, but... Actually, not, not a bad fight, though. I, Imamov 
might be getting if he wins his next fight he might get the Imamov is a problem statement from me not now but I, I have the first line of my notes says I might be an Imamov fan mm-hmm. so might is key so I think I'm right there with you very, let's, let's see one more yeah very excited to see what what he's what he's up for next um let's move to the main card um, if you want to see a banger, just watch Giannis versus Costa. I don't think there is much to tell about this fight. I'm sure it, it got fight of the night. It, it is a fighter's fight. Like it, it's just, it's just a good fight. Yeah, I did. did do you think something broke in Costa's face that made him kind of, kind of give up, give up at the end of that? Uh, at the end of that, friend of the uh, show Benjamin Brando told me that um, sometimes when we, you have to be a fighter yourself if. To, to really understand what happens if you get if your bell gets rung <laughs> when you mm-hmm. get hit that you, you're almost um, reverting to some sort of a death fight and you're yeah. not you're not able to react correctly and I think Randy Costa just got banged the fuck out I mean yeah apologies apologies to Costa it looks like Yanez got the 50k but Costa did not yeah that is that is sad they, they should have they should have yeah. gotten it both but look hopefully he got some, one of the one of the fabled locker room bonuses mm-hmm. from if they exist or not we don't know but we don't know it's now that a, they're corporate to know. now it's not just it's not just mafia moguls casino moguls. Is, it's, it's just a line item on an accountant's balance yes. sheet man um tell me tell me something let me let me scroll through my notes we ha- we have a bit of let's say two controversies and the first one is the <laughs> scoring in Miranda Maverick against Macy Barber uh, Macy Barber got the have- Yes, yeah, we have three three scoring controversies, and this is the first one. I this have three is... on my list. Okay, I I at least have two. I mean, for me, none of them is a controversy, but maybe this one is the so, most. Maverick, so Maverick here's my versus question. yes. Is Maverick good at MMA, but Macy is a better fighter's fighter? You know what I mean? Like Macy's <laughs> just better at eating shots and walking forward and. And getting hit, but hitting back and looking like she's winning even though she's losing. Because in my opinion, she lost this fight. If you look at the media scores, some media donks, they're, they're scoring fights. Um, Let's go over to MMADecisions.com. Every, let, let, let's, didn't you see it? I mean, I, I almost spoiled it there, but we have about 22 or 20 scorecards in and all of them scored it for Maverick. Holy shit. All 28-29 for Maverick. Uh, God damn. Yeah, and it's because she won the first two rounds and lost the second one. Yes. Um, So they had... Or third one, sorry. All the judges had Maverick winning the first. And then two had the next two fights, uh, rounds for Barber. And yeah, I mean, look, I didn't didn't score it actively, so I can't say it was, from my point of view, it was a close fight. You can give Maverick the the first for sure. Um, I mean, if you give the other ones to either Barber or Maverick, I almost tuned out of that fight a bit because I I didn't find it that interesting. So, but if if all the media donks score it for, for Maverick, I think that might be the right, the correct scorecard. Well... This is the first episode of Sal Diamato. 
and we will have more in the, more later in the card, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, Sal D'Amato and also Dave Hagen, though. They had the exact same scorecard, so maybe... Yes, but I only blame Sal, because he's my he's we, my. We might have to throw Dave Hagen under the bus, too. We may. So she yeah. moves on. Um, what is what is your? I mean, the 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 third one is clear. It's Dillashaw versus Sandhagen. What is your? What is the other scorecard? Your? I didn't think Piva won. I didn't think Piva won. I think he. I think Piva. I think Piva was getting beat up. I think Piva collapsed at the end of round two. I have no idea how he had the gas in the tank for round three. Um, and I and I kept thinking that Phillips in the Piva and Phillips fight, I kept thinking that P- Phillips was just completely out of gas as well, and then he would throw a spinning kick and shoot for a takedown. I was like, well, I guess he's not out of gas after yeah, all. Sal- so he, just, he just does that wrestling thing where he, where you just, you're actually, you're, you're just dead on your feet, but you're not actually dead on your feet till the bell rings. We have, that is actually very interesting. We also have 16 or 17 media scores for, for this fight. How many of them scored it for Phillips, do you think? How many scored it for Paiva? Wow. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. So we got one and one for each and the rest went draw. Yeah, that's Sal probably... actually went draw as well. Uh-huh. But uh, he gave he yeah, gave the I... first 10-8 to Paiva. So I, I also think, okay, I mean, if you if all of them don't score a draw, boy, I mean, I, I would have to rewatch, but I'm not interested. So. <laughs> yeah, I, will, I won't either. It's, it's tough because... Rob Tatum and Julian DeCourcy, both from Combat Press, score at a draw, but then Sean Sheehan is also scoring at a draw, which kind of like disregards everybody else scoring at a draw because it's Sean Sheehan, so I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it, yeah, I, I, I have to then take everything with a grain of salt. Judging is objective, and the judging in Nevada is special. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. So it kind of it, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week, where it's like if you watch some of these UFC fights and you watch how they get judged, you cannot possibly go into these things with a game plan that you're going to take it to the judges. You can't. You just can't. If you if can't these possibly think that you're going to get it in that case. I mean, if you have all all scorecards for for Maverick, then you can start calling it a robbery. Still, was not a a domination from from one fighter, and then the other one got the decision. I mean, if you have if you have like ten or twelve draws. I mean, yeah. how would you even score it? I mean, it it doesn't matter then. Then we all lost. <laughs> then sure, <laughs> sure, sure. I I I lose all the time. I'm I'm okay with it. Listen, it. we fine. let's move on to the main event. We um, have to talk. about it. Uh, TJ Dillashaw came back after two years. You all know the story. He was matched up against Corey Sandhagen, which is actually I do think a very very tough matchup for for a comeback fight after two years layoff. Um, tell me what you thought about the fight. I think Corey Sandhagen is fucking awesome. Uh, from the start, I believe in the first round, he throws a flying knee into a reverse triangle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in the first round. Like one of the first moves. Fuck. Why not? Fuck! Holy shit! Both of these guys are really good. But just watching Sandhagen through the first three rounds at least looking so long but also hit so hard i was i was just i was just really impressed by Corey sandhagen also drops dillashaw and then <laughs> he dillashaw almost pulls sandhagen's shorts off trying to get back to his feet <laughs> it was pretty funny i think that was in round two maybe it was in round one but um 
I uh, this fight was good, man. This fight was good. Love the fight. I, I mean, coming coming out of the end of the fight, Dillashaw gets the decision. I thought Sandhagen had it. Uh, I blame Sal Diamato again, but um, Sal yeah, I, uh, actually scored it. Sa- also, he scored it the same as Yunichiro Camicho. But they yep. had some some round switch up. It doesn't matter. Look, it, you're right. It doesn't matter because I'll watch either of these guys fight for yes. the title. Either of them can fight Aljo. Either of them can fight Yan. Absolutely. Either of them can fight each other again. I was. More, this was a championship level fight yeah. for me. I was more surprised with the performance of Dillashaw because that dude. I think he fucked his knee up in the first. He, someone told me. I think it was Chris or someone uh, that. Um, he thinks it was while he was trying to escape a knee bar in the first. I mean, the performance of Dillashaw... I mean, <laughs> Dillashaw is such an incredibly... <laughs> how can I even... How we, how, that dude is a competitor. That dude he, is a madman. He doesn't... He won't stop. He is... That, he that dude is insane. his eye. There's no... There, he is in the upper percentile of people who can get that gash above their eye and keep on fighting. That dude wants to win more than anyone I've ever seen. That dude Possibly. can't lose. That dude is a competitor. He, he he was matched up against Sandhagen, and yeah, I think it's almost split with the media scores. More people had it for Sandhagen, um, but some had it for Dillashaw too. I don't give a fuck about these scores. I, I was very impressed by Dillashaw. <laughs> hate, hate on Dillashaw as much as you want. He's surely, I mean, I wouldn't call him a good person, but I don't know him personally, so why would I even care? As a fighter, though, that dude is one of the best we have ever seen do it. And Sandhagen putting up a performance like this against him and putting up a fight for five rounds, which was insane from start to finish. I mean, what, what else do you want from, from a fight like this? It was, it was perfect. I loved it. Yep. Yep. Totally, totally co-signed. It was great. Great fight. And, and what you said is actually, you can't, you can't tell it better. Um, both of these guys can fight for a title. Um, if they fight again, it might be close again. It might it might turn more to Dillashaw, might turn more to Sandhagen. That is the beauty of the division. Um, you you will see some of the best MMA you can ever see there. And when I yeah it 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 makes me it makes me excited for one thirty five. Yeah, and absolutely. That's and that's something I really needed. What the, for the one thirty five UFC division because I I didn't have it quite yet. And um, now when you get when you get three or four people at the top that you could just see round robining, like similarly to the women's strawweight division with Rose and Zhang and Joanna, um, it makes it so exciting to see all the matchups over and over and over again, and other com- and other and other prospects coming up. And trying to get into that yeah. mix. Just we almost forgot about. Um, just just very shortly talk about Darren Elkins. You're Dude. you're inclined to only talk about his tattoo, but <laughs> I, I I saw some facts about that guy. He is now, I think he has 15 featherweight victories. That is second to Max Holloway. He has 49 takedowns in featherweight competition, which is the most. And he landed a total of 2,169 strikes. That is second behind Holloway. And, and before, even before I knew all of that, 
the single line I had written on this fight in my notes was simply the word absurd because this yeah. dude is absurd. He was in a mounted triangle. Minner had him in a mounted triangle, beating the shit out of him for the entire first round. And the damage comes back. Yeah, it's... He gets the win in the second. Just gasses Minner out and beats the shit out of him t- until Minner, they have to stop the fight. Absolute it's insanity. Absurd. Never. If, if uh, the, the facts are from MMA Junkie, by the way. Um, Thank you, MMA Junkie. <laughs> look, if, you've asked, if you'd asked me before if Darren Elkins has any of these stats, I would have said no. So, also a fight to watch. Look, this, this card was very, very good. There is almost no bad fight. There is some drama. There is some things you can discuss. Um, you have two title contenders now. Maybe the other storylines are not that important, but I, if you just watch the fights, you see some good fights. You'll be entertained. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let's move on, pal. Let's move on. What do you got? Card talk time? Yes. Let's go into the the segment where we talk about everything and Luke will just Luke the fuck <laughs> out of this out of this stuff. <laughs> I have a Paul Brothers update. Oh boy. I th- I think you you got it by osmosis but you already forgot again. So the older Paul brother, um Logan Paul is in talks for his next pro boxing bout. God, oh yes. Of Which course. MMA legend will he will he is is he in talks with? Anderson, the Spider Silva, right? Correcta Mundo, as yes. Stefan Bonner would, you know what? would say. You know what? You just taught me a fact I didn't know. Logan is the older Paul brother. I don't think I even knew I mean, that. I think so. I don't. I don't. That's he's great. the less. He's that's the less fun of these stuff. guys because he doesn't have a problem bot. Well, I, he, yeah, he doesn't have problem bot, and he doesn't. Um, he he doesn't have the uh, innate. I don't think he has the innate meanness that his brother Jake does. Like, I think Jake is. I think Jake really does like punching people. Yeah. I don't know if Logan does. I don't. I didn't so. get that impression from his body language in the fight with Floyd, at all. Myth um, is that so, Logan is a semi decent wrestler. That's don't, a myth. Not sure if Paul, if, if Paul Paul is 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 one too. But I mean, look. Problem, Paul. What if we had Askren wrestle with Logan now? Could we do that? Yeah, no chance for Logan. Not a single chance in hell. Even with even no. with old man replace no. hips, Askren? No, never. All right. Well, but I'm I'm just here with ideas, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Does um, give me <laughs> give me your early prediction? Does Anderson Silva beat Jake Paul? Logan Paul? Sorry. I think yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I think. I think Anderson goes full Anderson mode and just leans against the ropes with like his arms over the back of him, just bobbing his head and not getting hit. Absolutely, no chance in hell that Logan, dude wins that. Logan was not fast, even mm-hmm. coming out the gate against Floyd. Logan, his hands are not fast. Uh, so. Has he won any of his exhibition bouts? No, he he hasn't. He lost against Floyd. I mean, he lost against another YouTuber or rapper or whatever. No, I I I mean I think we all won. I mean, yeah, we? of course. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I miss I miss <laughs> phrase that one. Look, let's move on. Um, give me your, give me a, a trading. So over it. <laughs> yeah, maybe, 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 maybe the the Paul ride is uh, is losing steam. I think it's, me. I think it's just because it's like 
10 o'clock at night for you right now. And it's just completely different from yeah, the maybe, time we usually record. Maybe I think tomorrow morning, you think about the Pauls tomorrow morning, you're going to be all fired up. I'll be psyched. Yeah. I mean, but I don't need that much Paul Brothers up, uh, updates or Paul Brothers shenanigans if, if the fights hype me up as much as they did this weekend. Yeah, that's true. That's true, too. Me, you don't need as much problem, but when you have a BKFC to watch. Yeah, and, and National Fighting Championships and Abibi and Dalista and, I mean, come on. All the things. Come Trading on. cards update time, pal. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Uh, in five days, the UFC uh, second line of Panini cards, the Panini Select UFC cards come out in five days. Uh, these are cards that will have, like, They'll have like they won't be square cards. They'll have like cut edges. So I guess that makes them super special. I have no idea, but I'll be I'll be getting some, of course. Uh, and we got a we got a retail box so that we can look for the pink pulsar cards. So we're gonna try to find those. Some some uh, listeners, I think even even uh, Benjamin Bond, requested that one time. We one once we have time, you have to explain to him the system because he said the Panini cards he knows from his youth which are the soccer pictures over here. You just had a number and you had a, an album and you just glued the number to the correct thing and you knew what you had and you knew what you hadn't. So it was way of more course. easier. The stickers, yes, the stickers, right? Early times we were, talking were about easier. Early times there was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stickers in the early times. But we have to go into that another time. Of course. <laughs> no time. Of course. I ordered a... Weili Zhang instant Panini instant reaction card to the event uh, that where she fought Rose. They made an instant card of that event, and I ordered that one because I have to have it. So that'll be added to the collection. I'll post pictures on the on the Luke MMA Love Instagram page. Yeah, follow Luke MMA Love uh, on Instagram. I'll link the his his Instagram account in the show notes. That dude is insane with his cards. I mean, don't don't it's, encourage him. It's, it's 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 not it's not healthy. Brander even asking you about it encourages me more than is more than is healthy. Yeah, we have for to, sure. We have to organize something for Brander, but we'll we don't we won't spoil it here. Um, yeah, the trading cards thing is a problem too. I actually ordered some <laughs> poster cards now from 2010 because I love the old UFC posters. So. Really. <sighs> what what do we even do? Dude, they're so good. The poster, the 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 all the old tops, all the old tops UFC lines all came with like 20 or so UFC poster cards that were special inserts. You could get like one a pack maybe. I got a couple. They're so great. They're fantastic. Look, it's the following. I don't know why I like them, but I do. <laughs> It's the collecting for me. I love, I love, I love having the the complete set of a thing is just fantastic fun. For it's scratching a certain itch in my brain. I can't really describe. It's but. it's also nostalgia. What we do, and we might introduce a segment like this, or even a special show for people if they're interested. Just let us know. What what is nice about them? You just pull out some cards out of out of old ass bags, and then the memory kicks in the nostalgia think, kicks in and you can talk about the fighters and when they last fought and that that is that is awesome i think you're absolutely i think you're absolutely right like it's 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 also really special to like just kind of like get get a card of a fighter you're a fan of and and because social media is so fucking imperative in our lives today to be able to send the fighter directly send the fighter hey this is the picture this is the card i got this is why i'm a fan of this fighter 
and have Michael Chiesa retweet your story or however that works on Instagram yeah. is really special because ultimately, like, I know I talk on an MMA podcast once a week with you, but really I'm just a fan of MMA because I love MMA and I'm a fan of certain fighters. And that's really special to just, like, have your week made when a fighter takes notice and retweets a thing. You know? Exactly. Um, for That's actually a good segue. I mean, I'm also just, just a fan, but I do I do train a bit. And I'll, I want to give you all a dojo update because I have a, I, I of course uh, try to learn new stuff and I have I bought um, two instructionals which I quite like so I just just give a, a bit of a tip there if you if you're looking out for it um, please buy it then uh, some some of the folks can profit from it I uh, ordered a Muay Thai instructional from Jean Charles Karbowski. That dude is famous for his oh my god for, for his the ultimate fighter <laughs> appearance on the GSP episode. That dude was basically blackout drunk almost, and he just <laughs> toyed with these with these UFC fucks in in the, in the cage because he's so good at MMA at, at at Thai boxing. Sorry, and I can really really assure you that that dude knows his stuff and he is such a good teacher from my point of view he explains stuff so nicely and so easily he even gives you some of his tricks and and let's let's you look into um yeah into his into his bag of tricks so very very highly Dude. recommend skarbowski's we, Muay Thai. We, gotta link, we gotta link that video yeah. on the show notes god i'm almost oh. through the intermediate um thing he has a beginner advanced and intermediate thing so that is very very awesome i mean if you're interested in thai box you don't have to train it just just look at skarbowski's instructionals they are fucking amazing i also oh, ordered a trevor yeah. whitman um instructional on footwork i'm not not uh, deep into that one don't like the teaching style as much as i do skarbowski's but I, I'll pay more attention and I'll, I'll come back to that one. But it's it's also interesting for a fan to just watch some of these instructions. You can also do BJJ ones or the Thai boxing ones or whatever. Um, they give you a very good insight into into what is the sport, what the sport is actually about. Mm. Amen, motherfuckers. <laughs> I think I think I am MMA'd out. <laughs> till till yeah, tomorrow it's morning. Been, uh, it's been quite the weekend. It's <laughs> been quite the weekend. I, 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 I had everybody that I talked to, like I said, it's been kind of like, yeah, I had to, I had to take a break because, uh, other words, I, I might have been served yeah. with divorce papers. And, and uh, we took a drive yesterday, and I watched UFC late last night instead of watching it live. And I must say, I, I, I'm very, very jealous of your situation where you can fast forward through things. Um, I think it's, I think it's fantastic to get through a six-hour fight card in about one hour and forty-five minutes. Look, I think it's imperative if you're an MMA fan that you can fast forward to some of these events because otherwise, it, it, I'm not joking. It will kill you. Can't, can't keep up with it. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot for the it's talk. Good. It was, it was much fun that the events the the ufc the nfc even bkfc it was so much fun it's it's a proof why you love mma and the, the fights we were able we were able to watch nfc together and react together and that was a lot of fun usually we don't get to do that so i i i greatly look forward to these these german events where i can wake up a little early in the morning and watch a fight with you and was, then talk about it 
absolutely awesome. So that was the show for today. Um, thanks very much for listening. If you have questions, comments, concerns, whatever you want to ask us or hint us at, please do so. If you want us to break down a fight, it can be an old old UFC fight or some random battle bang, whatever pleases oh, you. God. Just have to has to have a rule set and two willing participants, then we'll break it down. If you enjoy that. Otherwise, have a nice week and see you next time. Thanks, pal. Talk to you later. Bye. -bye. Let me bang, bro. Let me bang, bro.